Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. No qualifications this week. Just nope. unqualified. Very unqualified individuals. Uh, we're recording this intro late because we uh, recorded this episode early. That makes sense, right? Uh, this is Thanksgiving <laughs> week, so we didn't record an episode on Thursday. We recorded this, this episode a couple weeks ago. This episode, we talk with People's Pizza Party, Adam and Jeff. Uh, Super cool guys, super cool organization. Uh, We are very happy to have spoken to them. They've been doing a lot of really good work um, since like the spring and helping a lot of really great Chicago-based organizations with Mm -hmm. getting supplies and food. And then they still do it every single weekend, which is awesome. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we will have some donation links around. You can also find them on Facebook and all that stuff. We'll talk about it in the episode, but if you have some money that you can donate for a good cause, especially now going into the holidays, still dealing with a pandemic, uh, it'd be wonderful if you could donate. It's just a couple guys doing some good things, a couple people and, and groups of people doing good things. It's very inspiring to hear just like what you can do on your own without you know needing an organization and just say, hey, I want to do good in my community. Uh, this episode was really positive for that. This episode definitely will hopefully motivate you, hopefully inspire you. Just a couple of punks and, doing some good work. And it, obviously it's late, but in the episode they do mention um, what they were going to do for Thanksgiving. And they ended up making just a bunch of like Thanksgiving type meals and delivering it to houseless individuals around Chicago. And they just did that with, you know, a couple of friends that they had. So I'm going to assume they'll probably do something similar for like Christmas time. So if you, you know, we'll put their Venmo links and PayPal and everything in the show notes so you can go check it out and on our socials when we post this episode. But if you're able to give anything like these are completely just like selfish dudes just doing what they're doing and making like punk rock music to spread a really good message. (laughs) Yeah. Well, before we get into that episode, uh, Lizzie, what you got going on this week? Uh, Nothing much. Just getting my shit together. Uh, now that I don't Always. have class anymore until <laughs> January. Um, so I'm just working on the Spotify podcast thing. We're one step closer because I finally made the account and now I have to play around and write it all, um, <laughs> which is hard. But that's OK. Other than that, I'm making chaotic TikToks on our <laughs> new TikTok channel <laughs> because I take midnight trains back home and nobody's on it but me. So it gives Seriously. me too much chaotic energy um, <laughs> at one in the morning. So go follow that at X Emo Social Club X because somebody took our usual handle. So we already have another doing nothing with it. (laughs) Uh, So annoying. All these social media platforms where somebody took our name and they're doing nothing with it. And we are too small to like do anything to like come at them and be like, hey, can we have that? Can we have can I has that? Like, I'm pretty sure that that spam account too has more likes than anything we have so far too. So we don't even have that anything. leverage. They haven't posted anything. Oh, they have ten followers and they've posted nothing. I I feel like we. If you guys go, don't bully this profile. But if you want to go there and just like send a nice message and be like, "Hello, I'm a friend of the club. 
we'd love to have this profile name for our friends in the club. Don't uh, say the cult. That'll scare people. Yes. Say the club. Yes, the club. <laughs> for this purpose, the club. <laughs> uh, yes, so please follow Lizzie and I on TikTok. Lizzie's been posting more, uh, and uh, it's been fun. I don't know how I fucking feel about the app in itself, but it's weird. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> We're we're getting there, um, but otherwise you still follow us on Twitter. It's same handle at X Emo Social Club X. So somebody also who doesn't use our account has our usual yeah. handle. Because he handles all the ones where we can't get the real name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, other than that, Brian, what's up, my guy? Yeah, uh, we got the uh, video game streams Monday, Thursday, Friday. I wanted to make it easier where I just took Tuesday, Wednesday out of the equation. So I could just say we stream every Monday, Thursday, Friday. Like it's so much easier to say it that way. So we got video game streams on Mondays. Uh, we are done with the entire Resident Evil series, except for four, five and six, because. Eh. Uh, so I think I'm going to go back through and do some of the DLC missions, all the DLC stuff with that. Uh, and then I need to figure out what the next game series is to play. Uh, there's been some chat about Dangan Ranpa. Danganronpa, Dan, Danganronpa, Don, Don, Dan, Danganronpa. Uh, I don't know, but that's apparently something. <laughs> One of that them has called. to be the correct way. Well, I said the correct it. way in that many okay. different ways I pronounced exactly. it. Exactly, it's somewhere in there. It's a consideration that we'll play that series. Uh, we'll be back recording pods on Thursday night, and then we got the DJ stream on Fridays. Uh, 7:30 p.m. start time for the pods on Thursday. 6 p.m. for the DJ streams on Friday and 11.30 a.m. Well, we got the two this Thursday, don't we? Yeah, we have two this Thursday. We have our friends in Man Dancing and Makina, so it'll be a back-to-back. So guys, come through and keep us company and hang out with us. Yeah, got that B2B. (laughs) (laughs) Hate that. Uh, But yeah, we got to prep for Christmas now because Christmas is coming up. (sighs) fucking holidays christmas and new year's eve are like Uh, back to back same exact days and we were looking at the calendar like oh it's bad oh (laughs) these holidays annoying (laughs) so let's get it done let's get our shit done early and we just send it out send it out ahead of time yeah record our intros later (laughs) exactly it's us being productive in some sort of way oh by the way i forgot i won't be in this week's dj stream because i have to work so lame so lame it's very lame jobs and shit lame as hell i know how dare they it's like this podcast is the one that's carrying us wow what what's terrible (laughs) is i was talking to somebody at work and i was joking with them i'm like i have more of a probability of my podcast taking off in the next six months than me ever getting a promotion here and they sincerely went yeah you're right and i said well that's so i don't like that listen i like the idea i like the idea i like like the idea the the delivery they gave me back confirming my joke i did not like i don't care for that i don't care for a joke confirmation at all yeah I heavily that I don't stand for. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I disagree with that entirely, but also at least they have faith in you and us. I think they were just being nice. <laughs> well, then I don't like it. Anyway, uh, join us on the streams. EmoSocialClub.tv is the website. You can follow us there. You can also join us in Discord, EmoSocial.club slash Discord to, uh, to check out what we got going on otherwise. 
Oh, there might be a YouTube video up on Friday. We'll see. Uh, I don't want to make any promises, but I did film one and just haven't. Uh, it wasn't ready for this past Friday, but it should be ready for this next Friday. So we'll see. YouTube's going to be getting some YouTubes. I will say, too, I have that Bam Bean Coffee series, too. I just don't know what to call it. And I finally got... Bam um, Bean. <laughs> I convinced somebody in my family to let me use an early birthday present. So they ordered me a brand new <laughs> pour-over kettle with a little thermometer at the top. Oh so I can probably start doing that this week, too. So look out for that. It'll probably also be on TikTok. <laughs> We're getting the content going, y'all. TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, If you have, if you have Bam Beans, let me know. Or send us some banned beans because beans yeah. are expensive. Send us your banned beans. Coffee. <laughs> We're talking about coffee. coffee. I don't know. If you have like normal beans. Dude, if you got, if you got like weird. kidney beans, if you got like chickpeas, them garbanzos, send that like, send that shit like, our way. Are you Zambumafu? Was that after Anyway. No. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yes. So here is our episode with People's Pizza Party, Adam and Jeff. Sitting in the backyard with my mom around the fire, so you can smell me if you want to smell. Ooh. I don't mind that smell. That actually isn't a bad smell. Yeah, scotch. yeah. Hey, scotch too. You're just totally smoky right now. Yeah, it's a smoky night. Smoke daddy. That's <laughs> <laughs> a barbecue voice. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, all right, we have Paranis in the chat. I see you there. Paranis is Scottish. It's Japanese scotch though. It's not quite Hello. the same. I mean, the Japanese are very good at. Making scotch, apparently. Japanese scotch is real good. Yeah. I think it compares, not competes with Scottish scotch. Yes. <laughs> Brandis is like, no, nope, need some Scottish one. But I'm like, no, Japanese scotch is pretty good. And that's why we need to dismantle capitalism because we don't have to have everything be a competition. <laughs> exactly. And that's basically what we're going to talk about all night, which actually is <laughs> like incredibly in my wheelhouse to be like, yeah, you're right. All I want is Scottish scotch and Japanese scotch to get along. And I want them to be for to me. Destroy capitalism I want too. them to destroy capitalism. So I may have all of it. Alice has already said eat Bezos in the chat, <laughs> which, you know, it's going to be a good time. Early. Yeah. Which is. I don't uh, want to eat Jeff Bezos. I want to like launch him off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Did y'all see that? Um, that Elon Musk has COVID, and he's like trying to be like, "Oh, it's just a cold. It's just a cold." Just what? a cold vid. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck those people. Fucking Musk. Uh... All right, I can already tell this is going to be a real spicy one, and I'm gonna. I love it. I love it already. I love what this is going to be. Get ready about. for the puns. I yeah. love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we'll go ahead and begin the recording part of this. Uh, yeah, I'll just do a quick intro for, for the pod and then we will, uh, get into the conversation. <sighs> take a deep breath, get everything together, take a sip of the beer to clear my throat. Oh my God. Everything Zen, not the Bush song, just actual life, which by the way, the lyrics to everything Zen, we'll talk about this like totally off track, but like no Bush <laughs> that song is fucked. That song is fucked. What the fuck is that song about? <laughs> No, there, if you listen to any Bush, if you listen to the song Swallowed, what the fuck is that song yeah. about? None of it makes any sense. Who is <laughs> We had a, I was talking in, uh, in my friend's stream the other night, that, like somebody said Bush is a grunge industry plant. <laughs> like, I could see it. I could maybe. see it. I could see it. They're just like, I don't know, just say something. And like Gavin Rossdale was like, I, I can make shit up. I can, I can create, I can create words and ideas. 
Yeah, which is fine if you want to listen to music that isn't about anything. Yeah, <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> Sounds fun. <laughs> all right, that's my all right intro time. Yeah, let's see. Put that in the episode. <laughs> oh my God. All right. Welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast, broadcasting to you live from EmoSocialClub.tv. I am Brian. And I'm Lizzie. I need you to do the guest part. You do the guest part. Oh, sorry. We've been switching off. <laughs> Leave it in. This is, this is going to be edited. Leave it in. We're here with uh, Jeff and Adam from Pizza People's Party. Uh, really cool organization that's been popping up all over Chicago during this past summer. So welcome, guys. We're happy to have you here. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Uh, we'll have you guys both uh, introduce yourselves so that everybody can get used to uh, to your voice and your names. Uh, so have you go and, and, and tell us like how you're involved in the thing. And we'll get into the background as well about how this organization began. But uh, just to get you guys introduced to the audience, uh, tell us your name and what you do. Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, all right. I'm I'm Jeff Schaller. Uh I, um, I work with Adam on this uh, People's Pizza Party thing uh, where we uh, basically bring pizza and necessary supplies to some homeless encampments around the Avondale uh, area in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, you still going? Or am I not? <laughs> no, it's, you. it's all you. All right. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah my, name, my name is Adam. Um, this project kind of started I, I wouldn't even call it an organization necessarily like we have some friends that will that are like part of it and help out but um it, it didn't even it was it, it kind of started on accident uh we know each other through music basically and this is a emo social club i take it this is uh, typically a music focused podcast and uh we went to the, we, we both went to Illinois State University and uh, I played in punk rock bands down there at the time. Uh, Jeff played in some bands. Um, we both currently have music projects and uh, the band that I play guitar and singing is called Blind Adam and the Federal League. Um, right before the pandemic really kicked off uh, and, and made this year a really wild time for all of us. <laughs> We played a show together at uh, Sub T um, in the uh, the upstairs room on a Thursday night in January, and that was that was one of the most fun nights of the year. And usually in late November, I don't say that about January. <laughs> True, <laughs> but uh, we we had Agreed. done some shows where we supported um, uh, the Night Ministry, which is an organization in Chicago that. Mm-hmm. does a, a fucking ton of great work for people experiencing extreme poverty and homelessness um we'd raised money for them a few times and uh most recently we did a show with anti-flag at reggie's back in december of last year almost a year ago now uh and in some ways it feels like that was 10 years ago and in some ways it feels like that was just <laughs> yesterday um and, and a dollar from every ticket went to the night ministry they spoke on stage that night and uh, and then when the pandemic first started, we started doing a weekly live stream series that, uh, Jeff appeared on an episode of where we raised money for the night ministry, um, an independent science lab in Virginia called Indie lab. And, uh, with, uh, the last few episodes, we raised money for brave space Alliance in Chicago, which is a black and queer trans led organization out of Hyde park 
that has partnerships with a bunch of different mutual aid organizations all over the city. Um, and that was, that went until the end of May, basically. And they were the last organization that we raised money for. And then, uh, you know, the end of May, George Floyd was murdered by the Minneapolis police and the protest kicked off and brave space was very involved with a lot of the uprisings as, you know, as, as were Jeff and I, and most of the times that I saw Jeff over the summer outside of the pizza party stuff was at protests and uh, brave space put out a call for uh, supplies because they, they've fed tens of thousands of people in Chicago since the pandemic started. They went from like a very small grassroots organization that served a very specific community to, you know, being able to, uh, they, they have a space, like an office space, a little warehouse office space in Hyde Park and some satellite offices of different mutual aid organizations throughout the city. So when they put out the call for the supply run, I made a post on Facebook and said, hey, um, you know, Blind Adam in the Federal League has worked with these guys a few times and we've raised money for them. They do great work. Can anyone help with supplies? And Jeff was one of the first people that responded. And then so was my buddy, Mike Popek. Uh, what is that noise? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um, yeah, but uh, Mike Popek, who is the general manager of Dante's Tavern in Humboldt Park, also responded. And so this whole thing kind of started by accident. And that was in July. And we've delivered pizzas to between like five and ten homeless encampments every single Sunday since mid-July. That's wow. a long introduction, but yeah, <laughs> that covers most of it. Yeah. I know that's really cool because I know that I know I just ended up having a bunch of people like add me on Facebook and I'm like, all right, cool. What's going on? I guess everyone, you know, is at home. And then I know Jeff and I connected and I saw the people's pizza party and I'm like, oh, this is a really great thing that's happening right now especially because I saw a lot of this kind of kickoff when obviously during the protests were happening and there was a lot of, you know, supplies needed to go to those who were either like, you know, waiting to get out um, of, you know, jail or like just trying to get out of whatever protest area was happening. And I thought that that was a really great initiative that y'all are able to do during that time. And then also yeah. keep pushing it forward. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, and Jeff uh, can probably speak to the uh, social media, uh, you know, social media promotion and the fundraising more than I can. We've, we've both done that work, but Jeff does a lot of it. And um, without without the help of people like you and everyone else that has uh, that has supported it, there's no way we would be able to do it. I mean, we yeah. What would you going... say? We have to we have to raise about. $500 a week in order to keep this thing going, would you say? Yeah. And, and to me, that sounds like a crazy amount, but when you see people donating five and $10 throughout the week, people that just, they, they didn't know where to put their money. They wanted, they want to donate to something good. They don't know where to put it. Um, like even like people donating three and four bucks at a time, it adds up and, and ever, we have never had a week where we haven't had enough money to do what we do. Um, but I think like that, that's the, the thing with the social media is just like the first day when, like Adam said, um, he 
he hit me up about like using the van to take a supply run to Brave Space. We didn't know we were going to do pizza for anybody at the time, but we just put this call out like, hey, we want to do this thing. Um, we can go to Costco and get a bunch of stuff. And like within 24 hours, we had like two grand raised that that time. Um, that doesn't happen every week, obviously, because people can't just like throw money at it. But, you know, I had a friend throw $500 at it right away because he just knew it was something worthwhile. Um, yeah, and there's other folks that have donated 10 bucks almost every single week. <laughs> yeah. The, and like, I see the same names pop up. I don't even know half of them because half of them are like Adam's coworkers or friends or like people that uh, other other people that have been working with us on this. Yeah, uh, maybe people that follow of our bands or whatever. So, I mean, obviously, like you mentioned that this this came out of, you know, all the stuff that was going on during the summer, which obviously was a time when a lot of people, especially uh, the people I know in Chicago were like, we want to be involved and we don't know how to be involved. Uh, certainly, it sounds like a lot of people are 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 helped by your organization to be like, I want to get involved. I don't know how here's, here's something that I want to get involved with. What was it that like pushed both of you to say, this is, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do that. Or what was your like call to arms for that action? Um, I mean, for me personally, like my, my mom was just here. Uh, they're, my parents are, I think very bored. Uh, <laughs> and they're both at home and, um, they're, they recently had like gone through my old bedroom and, uh, trying to like reorganize the house and kind of get it to, to the way that they've envisioned it, uh, in the, you know, the 15 years or however long it's been since I've, you know, moved away. But she had this like stack of protest posters and letters from congressmen and senators from when I was in high school. Cause I got in a I got into punk rock at a very young age and my parents were always like my dad they were both in unions my dad was a teamster my mom was in the teachers union for a long time and uh I don't know they were they were I mean they've always just kind of been democrats they haven't been like you know uh I'm I'm pretty radical comparatively I guess <laughs> but they both voted for Bernie Sanders in the primaries and you know in 16 and again now and I think like for me, um, I can't I can't sit at home and watch what's happening on TV or read about it in the news or see it on social media without trying to like pull the rope in the direction that I want it to go in. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, and, and like I was at the big protest downtown on May thirtieth. Uh, I saw the police charging into crowds of people on horseback um beating you know young teenage kids uh people in their early 20s women whoever um nacing people and it took us three hours to get out of chicago like out of downtown out of the loop because they had all the bridges raised and stuff and it and uh just you know with, with all the work that we've done with the band with other organizations like um mutual aid organizations and organizations that work directly with people experiencing homelessness and stuff. I, uh, when I saw brave space ask for those supplies and I put the word out, it didn't take much to get this going because immediately someone like Jeff, you know, in particular, Jeff was like, this sounds great. How can I help? I was like, well, we can load up the band tour van that we can't tour with. <laughs> and, uh, 
loaded up with supplies. My buddy that works at Costco, his name is Pete Tano and his wife, Courtney, uh, they were like, Hey, we'll help you with the supply run. And then Mike that works at, um, at Dante's was like, what can Dante's do to help? So with the, with the like punk rock, like whatever independent music community that we have, it, it didn't, it, it wasn't even like, should I get involved or not? It was just like, Hey, what can we do? And you just put the word out there and immediately there's people that are ready to make something happen. And you just kind of go from there. You know, it wasn't, this was never a plan. This just kind of happened. I will say too, with the, with the pizza thing specifically, what ended up, how it ended up where, where we're at now is that like we were doing this and Mike offered up the pizza for like, just for lunch for the Braves, for the people working at Brave Space. And, um, then somebody suggested on one of the posts in middle of a conversation uh, that the homeless encampments had a fire, like in, I think in July, I think in early July. Yeah, June or mid- July, late June, early July. Yeah. It was like mid July that we started doing this. So mm-hmm. we, we, they were like, you should take pizzas to uh, the homeless encampments. They could really use some love and care. And we had never, I, I mean, I'd never really even thought about that. So like um, we kind of drove around the area uh, with a few pizzas in the car and just handed them off to a few people and kind of got to know them to start that like relationship. Um, and after a while, we kind of had a route that, uh, that we still follow. Basically we we've added more encampments to it. Um, as we found them, as we've seen the need, but yeah. 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 Right. Like it it all just kind of happened organically. Really. It wasn't. And, and we, we try to bounce, everything that we do off the folks at brave space because you know as a couple of uh you know cisgender straight white dudes we want to make sure that like we're doing this work within the context of the current movement the climate like are we we don't want to step on anybody's toes we don't want to disrespect anybody we want to do work that is important and matters and so you know, if our friends from Brave Space are like, hey, can y'all donate some time or the van or some pizzas to this location or jail support for a protest or show up here? If we can do it, we say yes. And if we can't, we say no. And either way, like we get I get I get messages from folks from that organization once in a while. They're just like, hey, how y'all doing? Just checking in and want to let you know that we appreciate you. And it's like, I think there's a there's like a, a barrier to activism that doesn't actually exist that a lot mm-hmm. of people are like anxious about and a lot of folks I think want to get involved and they know which side they're on uh, you know it's pretty easy to be against fascism uh and but we're, we're you, to think. you say we're that to think. you say that and then <laughs> and then america <laughs> I've, had people, I've, I've had friends that you know that live in this like i grew up for the most part in like plainfield joliet area and i have people that i grew mm-hmm. up with that'll message me once in a while and be like it's really great that you do everything you do i don't even know how to get involved and it's like pick out a local restaurant that you want to support because they're probably having a hard time right now and buy food from them and give it to people that need it. 
and you can ask mm-hmm. other people for money and they'll probably give it to you because that's all we're doing. We're not doing anything that anyone else cannot do. Yeah, you break it down that that yeah, way. It's, it's like, like a very wow, simple really like, equation that... <laughs> of like here's yeah. A, here's B, here's C. There, there you go. <laughs> yeah, and we've had we've had yeah. a few times where people have messaged. They've messaged me because, and I don't know if Jeff has gotten messages like this or not. I don't think so. But I've posted in some of the like the community pages for Humboldt Park and Logan Square and Avondale. Like, this is what we're doing. If anyone can support it, whatever. And folks have reached out and been like my family is really struggling right now and I'd love to order pizza for my kids, but we can't afford it. Can you guys help us? And we can't afford to do that with the donations that we get all the time, but we've been able to do it a couple of times. And when we can, we do. And when we can't, we don't. And we're just honest with people. Like if we have the means, we'll do anything you need. Yeah. I, I haven't had people specifically reach out to me so much as on the uh, Facebook and Instagram page. Um, but usually it's for like an event and they just need somebody to be the like, um, they just need somebody to be the one to grab the pizza and bring it. They don't even want us to pay for it in that case. They just, they just need somebody to do that, that work to like support whatever it is, the protest or, or press conference or whatever it is. Right. We've it all had, seems um, pretty like reciprocal uh, though. Like everyone yeah. just kind of like going back and forth and it doesn't even matter. Like, you know, obviously you'll work a lot with Brave Space Alliance, which is again, like a great organization and night ministry as well. It's another great organization who has faced a lot of bullshit this last couple of years anyway, with trying to like get relocated because of the city of Chicago and its residents. It's complete bullshit. <laughs> okay. You've been following that. Oh, of course. <laughs> I work in news. I have to follow everything. Lizzie's our news person. Yeah. <laughs> Lizzie knows this shit. The first stop on the route every Sunday is usually the crib, which is the new night ministry location, which is up and running. And it's mm-hmm. a, it's a great spot. And uh, it seems like they're doing a lot of really good work there. Yeah, no, it definitely does. I just really enjoy how it's also like recipro- reciprocal and you, you guys even just help out just to kind of be like, not the middleman, but to just be like, I'm going to do the heavy lifting. And then here you go. I'm glad, you know, we're all able to contribute to this and like even the mm-hmm. smallest possible way. Absolutely. You know? I mean, right, like, if you don't feel comfortable, like, trying to make that connection with a local business or going to a place where you don't know if you're going to be welcome or not, that is totally fine and understandable. But if you got five bucks or ten bucks or more and you want to support what we're doing, it's very easy to do that. If you have Venmo, you can just send it to at people's pizza party on venmo and uh we're not like a like i said we're not even really an organization we're not a 501c3 or anything we just like the money goes to jeff's venmo and he keeps it separate and we spend it on food and supplies for people that need it and then when we can afford to and if brave space alliance asks us to we'll go do a uh like a supply run for them which we've done a couple of um yeah i don't know i mean since we can't be playing music right now really um to me this is really the only thing that makes sense to be doing with our with the time that we would be playing music yep yeah (laughs) i just imagine so many bands are like man we just can't play shows like i just want to be in front of an audience and you're like oh i do too we were supposed to put a record out and uh we we recorded 
not to turn this whole fucking podcast into mm. like woe is me. <laughs> we recorded a full length about a year, almost exactly a year ago with Chris number two from Anti-Flag. He produced it. Mm. And uh, it was supposed to come out on AF Records probably in June. Riot Fest was going to do the release show at Cobra Lounge. We were supposed to play the fest in Gainesville. We were probably going to play Riot Fest. They didn't tell us for sure, but they were going to do the release show. And they said, we'll worry about the festival later. And, you know, we were probably going to play 100 plus shows this year. But that's not an option. So it's like with the little bit of a platform that we have, how can we do the most good so that next year we can play shows and feel good about it, knowing that we did some work to get us to the point where it makes sense to be out playing shows again. Mm. And I, I don't want to speak for Jeff, but I imagine he feels similarly to that. Yeah, absolutely. I also, um, I also feel like I like for uh, up until this summer didn't have a handle on how, like I, I am that person who was like, not sure how to get into activism. And I've had people like Adam and, um, and other friends that have kind of lit that fire under my ass to like, oh, I'm sure your experience with do... this, you and the strike last year helped. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Actually that like kind of started mm -hmm. it for me. Like, uh, but, uh, just, just having people like that in my life that like, are like, here's a thing we can do. Let's do it. And it was, it seemed so simple. And I was like, all right, now we're doing a thing. Um, and it feels good. It, it puts good out there. It doesn't harm anybody and it feels good. So, that's what a lot of people should be doing if they can, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And we're all learning, you know, like as we do this, if someone from like a houseless community or someone from the LGBTQ community or an indigenous person or a, a black or brown person or whatever, a woman, someone that isn't, uh, you know, the, the straight white man uh, that we are gives us some criticism or ideas or insight like please reach out and let us know what you think about what we're doing if you think there's something else we could be doing or focusing on whatever like we will i'm not saying that i don't get my feelings hurt a little bit if someone <laughs> criticizes us but mm -hmm. i am completely open to it because there's no reason to do this work if you can't put your ego aside and and try to do better and that's what you know that's why i like working with jeff on this so much is like i can tell that like i'm working with someone who really gives a shit and wants the world to be the best possible place for all people and uh that doesn't mean that we're not going to make mistakes or rub some people the wrong way probably but at the end of the day are is there one day a week where a bunch of people know that they don't have to worry about a meal and that they will maybe get some other supplies or necessities? And the answer to that question is yes. So, you know, the more we can learn and the more we can expand what we're doing and make it as effective as it can possibly be, the better. But, uh, you know, this yeah. is... Uh, for all the terrible shit that's going on in the world, this is something that I feel pretty good about. Yeah. Yeah. I would say like the net, the net good that comes out of this, uh, is, is there like, we know that there's a positive, uh, 
you know, the, like, like, like Adam said, like the mistakes could be made and there's things we could address along the way, but like overall, every Sunday, there is a net positive good that goes out, um, for this. Um, yeah. anyway. It's yeah. like substituting your your Sunday brunch for going out and giving people food brunch is canceled, it. Lizzie. And like supplies they need it. I yeah. can't day drink on Sundays anymore, and I and that's fine because I usually drive. So like <laughs> I I don't I you know I don't crack open a beer on Sunday morning anymore. But that's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's I think it's interesting about the um, first of all being open to criticism from different. Uh, from different, you know, groups, different, different walks of life and, and having that open mind to the criticism is probably something that I know a, a lot of people are not prepared for. So they like have this interest and they have this passion behind these things. And like you mentioned, they're on, they, they feel like they're on the right side. They feel like they're like, I know which side I'm on. I'm just like worried about what I'm doing or that there's like some backlash that they feel like they're going to receive that. It's like, uh, you know what, if I'm, I want to post this thing, uh, what, what's coming to mind is like the black squares, for example, uh, which a lot of people received a lot of backlash for it. And they're like, well, then I'm just not going to get involved at all. Like if I'm just going to get heat for doing this in any way that I'm just not going to get involved at all. Like, I know I'm right. I know I'm voting in November. Obviously, now we're past that. But, uh, you know, it, it, it it's interesting to me that there is like this discourse on on the Internet where it's like you want to do something right. But there are people who are like, yeah, you're not doing it right in this way that are both mad at that person that they don't get it right away and aren't offering like constructive criticism. And also the person on the other end is like, well, if I can't do it right, then I'm not going to do it at all. Um, how do you, how would you communicate to like those two groups of people? Uh, so after I say what, what I'm about, <laughs> he, should, he should also answer. Yeah. For me, yeah. But for yeah. me personally, yeah. like I grew up playing baseball. I played baseball until I couldn't anymore because of my eyesight. And I grew up playing in punk rock bands. And uh, if you're going to be a ball player to any level, uh, you're a success if you fail 70% of the time. And in punk rock music, like... Very interesting. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I have friends that are career musicians that play in bands that make their living touring, but they're not, like affluent wealthy people they're working mm. class musicians and so it's like even if you succeed in either of those things you're still cons like by american capitalistic standards like you'd be considered a failure i guess mm. and you can't continuously do either like you can't you can't play baseball if you're not willing to like even the best major league baseball players have coaches that they work with every single day, the best, my favorite bands work on their craft all the time. Like if you're trying to do good in the world and you can't take some criticism, then I don't know if you're actually doing good in the world for the right reason or if you're just trying to like make yourself feel better. And yeah, there's times where people might give me some shit and I'll push back on them a little bit, but not often. And if I do, it's because I'm pretty positive that I'm right. And I might even still be wrong, 
and any t- like if you can't if you're not open to a conversation and listening to someone especially if it's someone that's coming from one of the communities that you think that you're trying to help then you know you're you're doing it wrong and it's very easy to get your feelings hurt and it's very easy to get discouraged but none of this is about any of our individual feelings and the world is going to be a better place if we all make even the slightest effort to put that aside and do what we can to help our neighbors, each other, you know, people around us. And I don't know. I, I understand what you're saying. Like, I know a lot of people that are like that. They're like, oh, well, I, I, I went to a Black Lives Matter protest and someone said something negative about white people and I didn't never go again. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of fucking terrible things that white people have done through history. And, you know, uh, maybe it makes you uncomfortable to hear that. But the the thing that the person that you heard complaining about, whatever they were complaining about, has made them uncomfortable just to exist. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you can't be uncomfortable for a moment while someone else has, be, has been uncomfortable through their entire existence then you've had a pretty That's good privilege. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That is feel, feeling uncomfortable. Like is something that privileged people don't want to feel. It's like, well then clearly you're, you're not doing a lot of the things in your life or you haven't had those experiences where you've had to feel uncomfortable. And I, I, I agree with you that it's, it's a lot of breaking down walls for people that are, are coming from that experience. Um, you know, people in all of our lives and thinking like how we're going into the holidays now. And I'm like, Oh good. Even during a pandemic, I'm sure people are going to still find ways to argue with their family. But it's like, if, uh, if you're, if you're not having those uncomfortable conversations, whether it's happening to you or whether you're having that with somebody else, I agree with you. It just doesn't seem like you're really doing as much good as you think you're doing. Uh, yeah. I could talk about performative actions, but I'm like, I think, overall i don't think we need to argue about whether or not somebody's being performative i think we just need to talk about whether somebody's having a conversation around their performative actions like the black squares thing is performative action but if your heart's in the right place and you're hearing what people are saying about what your performative action meant it's still better off than if you didn't do a performative action in the first place absolutely and you know it's it's to me like i haven't spent too much time outside of the city this year at all Mm-hmm. But a few times that I did go outside the city, you know, I, I voted for Joe Biden and that's fine. I I'm, I don't consider myself a Democrat, but there are people in the Democratic Party that I support and mm-hmm. am happy that they are in office. Uh, you know, as, as far as like the Biden-Harris ticket goes, I wasn't going to put a yard sign in my front <laughs> lawn in Chicago, Illinois. Mm-hmm. But if you go out to like Ottawa near Starve Rock, if you see a Biden-Harris sign, like someone that's more involved in like the leftist activist community might think like this is bullshit, performative, whatever. Mm-hmm. But to have that sign out in like Trump land is pretty bold. Yeah. So for some people posting a black square is kind of a big deal. And I don't want to take that away from them and make them feel bad about doing that. Because if you're going to take that step and try to, or or say like, I donated ten bucks to the Chicago Food Depository, like that is 
it's not nothing. And instead of shaming people for the efforts they're making, I would like to see people uh, maybe take those folks that are making those actions that we see as performative and saying, hey, if you support this, you could get involved this way. Mm. And that would actually make a real difference. Like, there's just too much holier-than-thou, self-righteous, shaming bullshit that (laughs) doesn't do anything. And, like, we're spinning our wheels arguing with each other while Mitch McConnell is appointing a fucking ton of, like, (laughs) 30-year-old radical fascist judges. Yeah. Exactly. I, I wanted to add. Um, yeah, I sorry, wanted to Jeff. add into that too. No, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, everything you said is awesome. I, like, <laughs> uh, but I, I, uh, I, I wanted to add that like um, part of the reason that we're involved with Brace Space Alliance in any capacity is because of uh, uh, early on criticism, not a criticism, but uh, just a concern about what we're doing, how we're doing it, and it actually just led to a really beautiful partnership. Um, where we just felt like we needed to take some black leadership in in what we're doing because we're doing this from a leftist anti-fascist uh perspective and from a perspective of like being a part of the black lives matter movement um so being two white guys starting this thing of course we need to reach out to those uh those that kind of leadership in the city so that that is what led to like the brave space alliance i mean not we did do the supply run originally, but later but yeah, on we've like, done this for yeah. a couple weeks. We kind of like checked in with them and had a conference call, and we're like, "Hey, what do you think about this?" Yeah, yeah, and it, it it actually led to us having more ideas for what we do, and also like expanding, you know, what we think we can do with this if we are raising the right amount of money. Yeah, I I agree with you. Like, I'm not really like democrat like uh, you know lizzie and i don't i don't know about lizzie but i don't necessarily say like hey we're a democratic podcast like we're like yeah we just don't want fascists and we don't want rampant late stage capitalism (laughs) but like yeah i like to tell people we're fairly liberal and open on that end because i know i've noticed whenever i say like socialism or anything that isn't democrat people start to like lose their minds so i don't want to also had to always explain what it is yeah. in theory and practice, especially if I'm like saying it like as a quick elevator pitch to somebody or I'm like mm-hmm. at work. So I was like, Oh, what's your podcast about? And I'm like, Oh, I have to one tread lightly here too. And then two, they're going to be like, what are you doing? Bans and breaking down capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> right, like the pod. They, they hear That's the word beautiful. socialism and they freak out and it's like, well, look around and think about, the fact that this all happened under capitalism, <laughs> like, is this working out really? Like, if you lose your job, if you, if we're in a pandemic right now, and if you lose your job, no matter what kind of job you have, if that job provided health insurance, as soon as you don't have that job anymore, you don't have that health insurance anymore. That is insane. Yeah. And if, like, to me, we can we can sit around the bonfire and talk about ideology and like academic political theory all night but none of that really matters to me until the work is done during the day and i mean like 
my idealistic utopian idea of what the world could be is some kind of like anarcho-socialism, I guess. But I don't actually think that's ever going to be a reality. So I'll vote for Democrats and try to push them left. Like, you know, support organizations like the DSA, the Democratic Socialists of America, mm-hmm. and and understand that, like, instead of trying to make the average, I mean, I guess we'll say like the average white person, the average like middle class, lower middle class or working class white person to try to explain socialism to them is a fool's errand. But if you can say like, if you lose your job, do you think you should lose your health insurance? And if they say no, then they are on the same page as us. Yeah. And it's like, I'm like okay. thinking about how many people I've asked that same question and they've gone, well, I mean, if you're not working, why should you get health insurance? And I'm like, uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> so that's, we only that's, see, that's a big danger. So we us. only see value in work, huh? <laughs> well, right. And like, and yeah, sure, there is value in work, but like, what kind of work are we doing? Are you doing yeah. like, like, I don't know. I, yeah, right. I mean, there's certainly you know more One people thing- that, oh, okay, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. No, no, I, I, I'm going to add no, on. This, but is you're... The normal, this is the normal yeah, roundabout at the time of this just, conversation. Where we're yeah. Especially, especially over over Google Meets. Just exactly. Everybody's just like, if I'm loudest, I'm on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you're you're our guest. So I want to make sure that you guys have the uh, um, have the floor here. No, I just think I, I think it's important to say, too, with the people that we work with, with the people that live in these houseless encampments, um, most of these people work and they work hard jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, most of them have jobs when people say and, get a job, like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that still doesn't like, we, we have one person that we, um, I like we have, we're on a text message basis with because we know any week he might be in an apartment finally, which would be amazing. But like, you know, we want to know if he's still there so we can visit him. And, uh, and every week there's just some setback for why the rent is not there for this month and why he can't get into his apartment. And that breaks my heart because he's working really hard. He's working like six days a week or seven days a week and still has to go home to a bridge and a tent, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, so that, that whole point of like, get a job is so moot. And I, I, I'm sure nobody that's listening to this doesn't think that, but like if there are any people that are, uh, yeah, stop that shit now. <laughs> our, our, our audience tends to lean towards that. I see Alice in the chat is like, <laughs> comrades. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. It's, yeah, it's... I'm like, if you, if you see somebody asking for money on the street, uh, overwhelmingly uh, high odds are that they need it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. when people are like, I don't give money to people because I don't know what they're going to do with it. And it's like, I don't know. Have you ever given money to your fucking friend or your buddy or your fucking cousin or something for their birthday or like whoever, I don't know what they're going to do with it. I've given money to people that have done terrible, stupid things with it that are friends of mine. Mm -hmm. And so like, if someone says I need money for food, then if I have five bucks in my pocket that I can spare, I will, I will waste five dollars. Way on, 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 on a way more frivolous thing than someone that lives outside. Hmm. <laughs> I've got, people, I got random people, bills that come through that I'm like, oh, I spent twelve dollars on that. <laughs> like, oops, I got to cancel that bill. It's like it's the same idea. It's like you could, you right, could like, 
put it in a better place. Exactly. And if you're worried about what that person's going to do with it, then you're worried about the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. I, I talked about this recently with my, with my roommate that, um, there, there's this thing where I feel like our generation was taught to hold on to everything you have and don't give it to anybody because they'll just ask for more and they'll just ask for more. And that kind of comes from, uh, the, the like children of the great depression or like the grandchildren of the great depression and being told, finish everything on your plate. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, don't give money away to people. Don't give things away to people. You need to hold on to everything you have. And I'm in this place where it's like, you know, a dollar, uh, even $15, like one day, if I, if, if somebody walks by and needs that, that's a case of beer that I don't need to drink, you know, or something, you know, I just think about the things that I don't yeah, need to record, spend that money whatever. on. Yeah. Think of like, all the, all the shows that we would have paid 10 or 20 bucks to do this year. <laughs> Seriously. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. Just throw that money at anything else, you know? Yeah. Right. Like, support find find a local organization that's doing mutual aid work and and i think like this might this might seem like a this might seem like kind of a nitpicking uh like very specific point to make but i want to make it anyway like any of this work we're doing uh for anyone that's listening or watching or whatever like i don't i don't think we need to reframe the conversation. Like, I don't think any of this should be considered charity work. This is all solidarity work. This mm -hmm. is all mutual, mutual aid. The, the word mutual is the, the most important part because I, I have a decent job and I'm able to work from home and I'm very lucky for that. But if I were to lose my job tomorrow, you know, it, and, and if it wasn't for the support of friends and family, I don't know how long it would be until I was living under a bridge, mm -hmm. you know? And I mean, I, I think like this is all work that we're doing and everything, whether it's like going to a protest, uh, phone banking for a progressive politician that's running for an important office, uh, supporting teachers that are on strike, whatever it might be, like all of this work is work that we're doing together none of it is we're, we're not separate from each other we're not separate from our history and i think like uh if, if you know this is emo social club and and i'll this is a stretch but if you want to say like emo came out of hardcore which came out of punk rock mm -hmm. and none of this shit would have existed without the clash and joe strummer and mick jones and all those dudes way back in the 70s we're saying all the same things that bands like anti-flag are saying now that, uh, you know, if we're, if we're going to be listening to this kind of music and thinking that anything that we do is important at all, it's not important if we're not trying to make the world around us better for everyone. And uh, I don't even know how I got on that tangent. <laughs> it's fine. I actually wanted to give sound and I just tangent. let it. Yeah, I wanted to let it sit. I wanted to let that rest. Yeah, let it simmer. You know, that's yeah. like it's like a flower that fell out of a tree and landed right on the water and just let out a tiny ripple. <laughs> but I, like, you just have to let it sit and admire the beauty of it. <laughs> well, yeah. Away with well, words, well, Adam. <laughs> I I just I get frustrated because I think a lot of like a lot of people have asked me and Jeff and other folks that we're friends with that if. They're like, how do you do all this? It's like, you just, you just do it. <laughs> you fucking do it. 
it's it's literally not hard it that's the thing is like the hardest part is just is getting on social media and moving your fingers around until somebody you know gives you uh some money to do the thing mm-hmm. and uh we have a bunch of great friends and extended extensions of our friends that just want to throw money at it and make it happen every week and it's beautiful um yeah but yeah like it's really not hard it's it's actually fun uh like Adam and I get to hang out a lot more than we used to. We didn't, we weren't like hanging out regularly. Now we hang out once a week. Uh, we drive <laughs> right. around. We bring pizza to people, which is like the most yeah. fun food <laughs> item you can bring to anybody. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and we're, yeah. Like, we're supporting a local business that, like, I I know Jeff never went there before the pandemic, but I used I was I was a pretty frequent customer of Dante's because it's two blocks north of the place my band used to practice. And we'd go there before and after practice almost every time. We were friends with the staff and like they would probably survive without us, but we're you know, we're we're placing a five hundred dollar order every week mm-hmm. and it's not nothing, you know, and 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 they're getting involved. They have a, if you're in the if you're in Chicago and you're listening to this, especially if you're in the Humboldt Park area. Ukrainian village, maybe the south end of Logan Square. Uh, they have a solidarity slice every Sunday, or you can order it and go pick it up. But two dollars from that slice goes towards what we're doing. And now they're doing Jello shots, where you know the proceeds from the Jello shots go towards the total. So it's like, you know, Jello just... shots to go too. They're in like little containers with. Guys, <laughs> nice. we have no they're... reason now. Yeah. Well, and they're, and they're yeah. not just like so the little Jello shots. They're like fancy cocktails that they turn. Into stuff. <laughs> Actually, like I mezcal. Mm. Yeah. All right. <laughs> also, like the slices have, are like really good. They're like all really fancy, cool, like weird combinations. Sometimes they they're have vegan. fun with it. Hmm. Uh, our friend Sometimes Alex Palermo, Alex Palermo, that plays bass in Typesetter. Yeah. Uh, Palermo's. Uh, I don't know what. Do you know what is Unreal that? Foods? Unreal, Unreal Foods. Foods. Yeah. Unreal Foods. Yeah. Palermo's Unreal Foods. Check out Palermo's hmm. Unreal Foods on social media, and uh, they are making really good sausage and pepperoni, and even like a an Italian beef substitute. And uh, and they've done the pepperoni for some of the solidarity slices, and it's awesome. Oh yeah. Can confirm. I actually don't think I've ever had Dante's Pizza unless I've had it as like a. Do they have a food truck at Riot Fest? Okay, then no, I haven't had it. So now I need to go. No, they <laughs> they have had uh, whenever uh our our friend is DJed at a Crown, they had they brought pizza in. At the ah, end okay. Of the night. So you may have had it at that point, but I never went to Crown Liquors. Crown. I never actually went to Crown oh Liquors. Yeah, I know. Really, I went there. I went there once for a free show to see Little Tits, and I like dragged my friend there, and then we went to Hold another on. show. <laughs> Hold on, is there a fucking band called Little Tits? You fucking bet there is. There is. is there a? Is there a? Is there, a, is there a, awesome? Is there an emo rapper called Little Tits? <laughs> no. Anyway, it was it was on. a witch punk, yet, and it was very good. You gotta. I, I think everyone in that band is way too cool to talk to me. <laughs> I've never met them, but I just imagine each that. each yeah. song was like under a minute. 
and yeah. they played okay, maybe 10 that. songs and they were like let's go see brian you like them already no here's the thing i'm probably gonna i would probably love them i have obviously i have the immediate visceral reaction to a band named little tits i have that immediate response because obviously you're gonna have the response we were talking about uh diarrhea planet last week and it's like yeah i'm gonna have the exact same reaction to a band that's called little tits you know i feel like i feel like the way to like the way to get popular in the last few years has been to have like the word beach or mom in your name yeah 100 yeah. so yeah, beach, like beach tits or beach mom tits mom. or dad, dad tits i don't know oh, yeah. those are you all can like, have it like though you're already gonna get huge if yeah just, if beach mom and Jean take tits. that band name yeah Jean tits <laughs> gene tits there we go. every time i see you know how riot fest used to have like all those like jokey band names at the bottom and then it was like they were all real bands but then they kept doing it and like it was actually just real bands now and i keep looking at it and going no those are still the joke bands right those are still like not real and then it's like no if, they're all real now i think if we were if, if if we were to have been able to play riot fest and they were to put our name on the poster at the bottom I would imagine some people would probably wonder if that was a real band. <laughs> yeah. Same idea. I do think there's plenty of jokes to be made about rock and roll bands where it's like lead singer name and the whatever. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. both both Adam and I are in those bands. So. <laughs> yeah. Jeff, I don't know if you shouted out your uh, your band name on the on the episode yet. I mean, you don't have to if you don't want to. I tried not to, but it, you. Why would you try not to? I definitely tried to. Okay. <laughs> uh, I just want to make sure if anybody wants to check you out, you know, they can check out both your bands. Uh, so I don't want. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody yeah. likes like Bruce Springsteen <laughs> and punk rock, they'll like our bands, I think. <laughs> like the Bruce Springsteen and um, Bleachers collab or different? <laughs> I actually didn't hear that yet. But <laughs> yeah. Bleach, up and I'm going to listen to it soon. I don't know. I, I'm sure that's great. I. I love that <laughs> so I'm sure I'll love that. It's mm -hmm. so good. Bruce I haven't listened to it either, but bleachers. Yeah. Of they, course. Uh, they put on their white t-shirts and rolled up the sleeves. Yeah, and, they were like uh, really uh, into yeah. it. They were so into it. Yeah, hell yeah, I would be super into it. I was raised on Bruce Springsteen. I could sing <laughs> "Born to Run" before I could sing the alphabet. I don't know. If I think I was the true. same. I never I really that. understood. Yeah. <laughs> The Bruce Springsteen. I, I, I love the idea of Bruce Springsteen as I love the idea of many artists that I just never really fully got into. I think You're there's a lot of people that would like say that I would love. Like, I think there's a lot of people who would say that Bruce Springsteen is like legendary. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah, Bruce Springsteen doesn't actually exist. It's the Jersey uh, Devil it's, and it's Bruce just, Springsteen. A, They're both myths yeah. from the East Coast. <laughs> They're not real people, but everybody celebrates oh them in the same way. <laughs> When the pandemic is over, you can come uh, over and we'll drink some bruh, Japanese scotch and listen to Dr. It's vaccine. <laughs> I need it now. <laughs> I'll be there. Japanese scotch is the vaccine. Hey. There's like... Papa <laughs> Joe, yeah. We got Papa Joe coming. Don't worry. Yeah. Hope... <laughs> they, they just finished the recount in Georgia and said like, um, yeah, no, Biden still won. This just in. Math like, still yeah. math. There's uh, not that much difference. <laughs> you know... I didn't. I didn't realize though that the electoral college doesn't actually vote until December. So maybe that's when like he'll just finally accept that he like is a loser. Well, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying. They're, they are trying to subvert the popular vote in each state by having the Republican state legislatures 
select the electors because under the Constitution, that is the process. The state legislature selects the electors for the Electoral College, but most states, I think every state, and I could be wrong, but I believe every state has a, a law that says the state mm-hmm. popular vote determines the Electoral College votes. But <laughs> they want to be slimy, and they will. And, uh, you know, I, I've i never liked Joe <laughs> Biden is... as much as I do right yeah, now. Yeah, that's and fairly I true. Won't again. <laughs> uh, I think that's everybody. Right. And I, I have some, I have a, a bit of Irish in my background and uh, the fact that yesterday Biden told uh, Boris Johnson that he will not sign on to any trade deal with the United Kingdom Mm. unless they respect the Good Friday Agreement between Ireland and the UK, especially Northern Ireland. That's a pretty big deal. And, um, you know, it's it's just nice to see that with as many problems as there will be with the Biden administration, because there will be plenty, there's at least some things <laughs> that are decent, <laughs> like not not extremely, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not not exactly what I want, but mm-hmm. like fundamentally decent. That is well, it's a- like um, Japan has been trying to get the United States to join like their anti-nuclear war weapons deal for quite some time and they were worried that if trump was staying in office he still wouldn't join and they're like with biden here we may have a chance and i'm like yeah nuclear wars it's fucking terrible no. i just thought we were all agreed on this <laughs> yeah right like if we could avoid it, <laughs> that'd be great war, i would appreciate that i don't want <laughs> the bare minimum <laughs> is avoid nuclear war <laughs> yeah i'll, I'll if any of the if any of the lefty purists that want to grill me for uh, supporting the Biden administration, like at basically like a mm-hmm. zero level, like I'm not negative about it. Uh, <laughs> I would say I'm at a, a solid zero on the scale. <laughs> like I'm happy to not worry about nuclear war. <laughs> yeah, and and maybe we could get this plague under control. Yeah. I, I, I back Jesus you up Christ. there because I'm like, it, it's it's very interesting to see. And and maybe this will be a good question for, for you guys too, with the organization going into the future is like, we know that obviously a lot of stuff that's happened, not just over the past year, but over the past four years, and certainly a lot more people becoming radicalized, which I think has happened to a lot of people. A lot of people have learned the definition of fascism. And now we understand that like it can happen here and we've seen all this sort of thing. Uh, and going on four years into it and and having this election and knowing, I think a lot of people are, are becoming aware. Yeah, I love that mask uh, for the for the listening audience. It's a uh, destroy fascism uh, face mask. Hell yeah. I'm still <laughs> waiting on a couple of those from Alex. I think he grabbed me a couple. Yeah. I'll just give them to you on Sunday because... Uh, but yeah like looking into the future and saying like you know this is i I think a lot of people saw it as more of a referendum on the past four years as opposed to like our goals and our dreams and our aspirations for the next four years so knowing that like there has been a lot of radicalization and people have sort of come around to understanding what the united states is built upon what the united states has ahead of it now that we've kind of regressed into this 
and seeing the work that still needs to be done in the next four years, which may be much easier having a Biden presidency than a Trump presidency. Where do you see the work that you guys are doing now? And where do you see that work in the next four years? And and do you see it like as do you see it as still something that is necessary? Do you see it as something that can grow in the next four years as opposed to being, you know, sort of like, oh, we're good now. We got a new president, so I can go back to my day job, you know? No, I think it's absolutely necessary. And we have no other choice but to try to make it grow. And whether that's like Jeff and I and our other friends and comrades that have helped sustain this thing, whether it's making this particular thing grow or just helping it grow through spreading the idea that anybody can do this, like anyone can do this. If you have, like I said, if you have, if there's a local business that you like, that you're worried about in any way, or you think they need support, especially if it's a restaurant, just buy some food from them and give it to people who need it. It's very easy. And, 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 and when you build that relationship with someone, when you bring them food a few times and they realize they're going to keep coming back, then you'll build a connection with them and they'll let you know what else they need or what else is going on in their lives. And when you see that they're like, excuse me, uh, moving into an apartment or whatever, it's, it's a really great thing to see. And, you know, I think that plants a seed that like we need to fundamentally change the way we live. And that has nothing to do with Joe Biden or Donald Trump. I think Donald Trump basically just took the fucking mask off what this country was and showed everybody that, like, there's a lot of people in this country that are super racist, that are totally okay with fascism, and are very stupid. And I don't mean to pigeonhole these people uh, unnecessarily, but I think it is necessary to call them out. And I think, like, we need to learn how to grow our own food. We need to learn how to, you know, maybe raise chickens and eat those eggs. We need to stop relying on grocery stores as much as we do. We need to stop relying on uh, fossil fuels, ride your bicycle more. And like these individual things that we do aren't necessarily going to change the world in and of itself. But the more people can be self-sustaining and share what they have with the folks around them, the better we'll be. I mean, I think like a lot of people basically were like eight year old children that <laughs> yeah. just found out that Santa Claus wasn't real for the first time. Mm. And, and that's what happened this year. And I felt that way before the uprising started, but especially after that. And uh, you know, I, I don't think there's any reason anybody should feel like they can let up right now you can celebrate the victory of getting rid of donald trump absolutely that is a significant thing to celebrate we can celebrate that on january 21st or whatever you know i, I had a really good time mm. last saturday or whatever it was a week and a half ago now that was an amazing feeling uh but none of this work is ever gonna be over like we can't it cannot yeah. end yeah i do think Way that's like fun. the the that's like the dream though to see like um you know it's not necessarily like we feel like we could organize an entire city's worth of people doing pe people's mm -hmm. pizza parties out to all the communities here but if we could see that happen eventually like that'd be like the ultimate dream to see like 
everybody in every like uh neighborhood of this city just like let's just do this uh let's get our network of friends to donate once a week and make sure these people are fed once a week but also like that they see that the community loves them and cares about them because yeah. that's, that's a big part of the philosophy is that like we're not just bringing you know we're not bringing like shitty pizza that no one that mm. they get every day from people that pass by we're bringing good pizza to them and saying we care about you the people around you care about you you are human beings that deserve kindness and that that is a big part of it for me is is that these people deserve that kindness and they need to know that and uh i i think that they don't get that all the time and yeah. that's it's a beautiful thing so Yeah, we'll just have you say where people can find the organization. Uh, if you want to shout out your own personal uh, social media, too, that's up to you. <laughs> Sometimes people are like, no, just go to this and that. <laughs> I think the very first thing people should do is if you're on social media, you're on Facebook and Instagram, go follow Brave Space Alliance. Go follow Asada's Daughters. Go follow Black Lives Matter Chicago good kids mad city um all of those organizations you'll 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 find them all once you start following them that those are the people you should be taking cues from and who you should be listening to through this movement um if you want to follow us we're people's pizza party on instagram people's pizza party chicago um and on venmo we're at people's pizza party uh if you want to donate every little bit matters every little bit counts five to ten bucks gets us a long way when when a few people donate so um yeah that's that's what i'll say yeah absolutely and yeah check out check out jeff schaller on the long way home uh for real i mean yeah. this is a music podcast or at least no for real yeah none of us we we grew up we're emo <laughs> we're Whatever. sad we're sad sometimes as long as you're not like the country bands that were we hitting us up, they're like, yeah, hey, we it's like country, this. and I'm like, is it very sad, yeehaw? I mean, hey, I love a lot of country music, and I think Jeff likes it too. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of, <laughs> I think I you think brought the wrong guys on here for that. <laughs> no, I, I think there's hit me up outside this podcast, and I'll send you some country recommendations. <laughs> and if you don't like them, I'll never suggest anything again. We like like, we do know a lot of good anti fascist I like country, that. Uh, yeah. which is really important. <laughs> that, that's it's really important. I do enjoy that. I do enjoy that. Do y'all yeah. listen to Ethan Hawk Harris? I think he's on Bloodshot. I really like him. Yeah, he's good. So if, okay, if you like that, we got something to work with. There we check go. There Sh- we go. Check out Sarah Shook and the Disarmers. Also, Lucero's good. I've heard Lucero. Uh, I've Lucero, seen Lucero at Warped Tour. So I know Lucero's good. Anyways, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, All the people that good, have pissed yeah. off their face in the last few years. Those are those are. Ooh, check out a song okay. called. Check okay. Tyler Childers has a song called "Long Violent History." Mm-hmm. Oh, I saw him at Shaky Knees in between sets. He was He's really great. good. Yeah, and then check out a, uh, um, Trey Burt. Uh, he's a black folk singer, that released a song this summer called "Under the Devil's Knee." And uh, you know the devil being uh, the white policeman, uh, Derek Chauvin in particular, um, is a beautiful song, one of the best songs I've heard all year. Uh, but yeah, uh, my band is called Blind Adam in the Federal League. Um, we'll have an album come out sometime next year, early next year. Uh, I think it's mostly pretty topical. We released a single about a month ago, 
um, called an act of desperation. Uh, we're selling those masks. If you buy a mask, uh, 50% of the proceeds are going straight to Brave Space Alliance. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, just stay engaged. And if you can't physically do the things that you think you should be doing, send a couple bucks to the people that you see doing those things. Um, or find a local mutual aid organization. Just type in the name of your city and mutual aid, and if it doesn't already exist, <laughs> get a hold of one of us, and we'll help you figure out how to do it. We'll at least point you in the right direction. It's really not hard. It's, uh, yeah, it, it'll make you feel better. It'll make you feel less hopeless and uh, clear up any despair that you might have floating around in your brain, because if you're actually doing something, you know that, yeah, I don't know, like, to me, the more actively involved I am, the more hopeful I am, because I know that uh, there, another world is possible. There's a better world waiting for us if we want it. Uh, make sure y'all are checking out the, the organization, the bands. I think people have the you know ability to do two things at the same time, so you can support music and also support... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Listen to the music while you're donating to them. Yeah, we did. We did have at least one person donate fifty bucks oh, during oh, this. Yeah. It was anyone here? Oh, yes. Wow. Okay. Thank you, whoever that was. Uh, that goes a long way. Yeah, yeah you just. You way. just well, thank like you if that was anybody in the chat. If not, I hope that if you're listening to this uh, when yeah, it comes out you. on the pod, awesome. that you. Uh, oh, it was Alice. Okay. <laughs> Caught. <laughs> Thanks, Alice. Caught. Alice, is a, Alice is a beautiful person. So thank, thank you. Thank you, that. Alice. Uh, and if you're listening to this pod, when it comes out, uh, you can also consider donating. It is around the holiday season. And I think that rather than spending money on a lot of uh, Christmas gifts and a lot of shit from websites that don't need your money, certainly spending some money on some uh, some organizations, some local things in your city. Yeah, no, please. I'm, I'm sorry to interrupt you. We are we, uh, we are with our, our other comrade, uh, Noah, who is not on the the podcast tonight but has been helping with this for months and months now um noah's kind of leading up uh, a thanksgiving uh kind of holiday program that we're going to make sure that a lot of these donations are going to make sure that people have a nice fantastic dinner yeah. next thursday um awesome you know the folks well we hope that people can still uh, I hope that everybody who's listening to this like considers putting some money, uh, you know, in in their activism. <laughs> uh, yeah, if they can. Yeah, if you want to, if you really, I know. Bezos, <laughs> the way you can do it is. Yeah, it's it's, awesome. it's hard to say that on Twitch because I'm like, place, listen, man. subscribe, <laughs> throw some some videos. No, it's fine. Like I, we we have this. I'm so sorry. It's still a crisis of faith of like we are on Twitch, but we're also like, don't shop on Amazon. <laughs> uh, I'm. Whatever. Agreed. There's, there's no ethical consumption <laughs> and I, I, under capitalism. And this, this, I'll yeah. end the recording and we'll talk more on Twitch and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about this stuff because I don't, I'm like, this is like a tangent that's going to take us. Like, no, 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 totally fine. Like, we get into tangents all the time, but I'm like, I don't necessarily want to get into like a 20 minute tangent and the episode just goes super long. Uh, so we'll talk more on Twitch. We'll have more conversations there with our chat. Uh, but in the meantime, Adam, Jeff, I want to thank you both for being on the podcast tonight. And uh, this is a really good time, really good conversation. So, uh, yeah, please support. Yeah, absolutely. Bye.
Thank you for Absolutely. using your thanks for using your platform Sorry. to do something good to to say something good. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Once we get uh hopefully once we can get back to doing stuff, we usually yeah. do emo karaoke's where we try to raise money for an organization or a local um, you know, nonprofit yeah. or whatever. So hopefully so we, can we can get people in a room again singing some sad songs and <laughs> donating money Hell to yeah. the cause. We'll do that. <laughs> Yeah, probably. probably. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Well, thanks again for being on the pod. Uh, we'll catch you all later. Thank you for checking out our episode with People's Pizza Party. Like we said at the beginning, make sure that if you uh, can spare a few bucks, send it their way. Find their links uh, in the show notes. Find their links on socials. Uh, check them out on Facebook. I believe that's where they do most of their postings. Uh, and you can donate and help out. We're going into we're going into Christmas, guys. You gotta consider what people need right now. And uh, if there's if there's people who are willing to use to use your money, it's for a good cause. I think that it's super worth it. Yeah, especially still with there's just still so many more layoffs and people not able to still get unemployment and COVID. So if you're able to help out, you know, consider it. They even said like you know five bucks goes a long long way for them. Yeah uh so yeah consider donating uh if you were a fan of the pod t- this week make sure that you go to uh our social networks let us know whatever podcast app you listen on make sure to give us a good rating like subscribe all the good stuff we uh, appreciate you being here appreciate you hanging appreciate you supporting the club from all of us here at the emo social club podcast i'm brian and i'm lizzie we'll see you next week thursday night live recording Goodbye. I feel like if I threaten them, then they'll be like, oh, God. I was like, that was very threatening. Good. And if they have COVID, they can definitely not smell us. Please don't yeah. smell us. <laughs> yeah, don't, just, don't ever smell us. Even if you don't, please, <laughs> please don't try. I just took a shower, so. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Perfect. <laughs>